Trotter, and I'm joined by Pat Ruff and Guy Limbeck. And today on the podcast, we announced, or we're, we're doing our fantasy football draft, except instead of drafting NFL players, we're drafting players from the all-area team. And man, this is going to be so much fun. And we'll, we'll break down the rules a little bit. If if you haven't noticed, if you haven't gone on the website yet, we have our post-bulletin all-area team up and, and posted, and then our feature on the player of the year, the running back from Byron, Austin Frierickson. And so basically how this will work is we're each going to draft 10 players. We'll have seven offensive players, one quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, and then two flex positions where it can be a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. And then we're going to have three defensive players. And then after this podcast, we'll draft our 10. We'll go on and put them online, and you can vote for which team is best. I'll tell you what. We did the basketball draft earlier this year, Pat. You kind of got stomped. You kind of got stomped. So you have to step up your game a little bit. I mean, I don't remember the basketball draft. Did we do that? I think we I did do that. I guess I blocked that out. <laughs> Isaac and I did. You kind of mailed yours in, and it was snail mail at that. <laughs> Who won? Who did win? Guy Lindley? No, I ended uh, up winning. No, no. Maybe you won by popular vote, but only because people didn't know what they were doing. Uh, yeah, I that's right. That's, <laughs> that that might have been it. That might have been it. I, I stopped. Isaac, is that the same way you beat me in the uh, baseball uh, no. major league team draft? I, I got absolutely go? hammered in that one. I got hammered. You actually cl- crushed it. We drafted. I don't know if you saw this, Pat, but we drafted ten teams and said who's going to win the most games this year. I I think Guy had seventy five more wins than me. He just absolutely blew me out of the water. Still waiting for my delivery of uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, too. Uh, you'll have to just text me your order, and I'll send it over. <laughs> All right, let's get into let's get into this. All right, we did a random draft generator. Uh, Guy Limbeck is blessed with the first pick. I got the second pick, and Pat, you're getting the third pick. But it's a snake draft, so he'll get the first pick of the second round too, which will be fourth overall. So, without further ado, Guy Limbeck, you're on the clock. First pick of the fantasy football all area version. I am on the clock. You know, there's a lot of great players out there offensively, but uh, our player of the year was an offensive player. He was a running back out of Byron, Austin Furickson. Yeah, it's tough to, you know, it's tough to not to go with your player of the year for the post bullet. So I got to pick that running back out of Byron. I don't think, um, I don't think you're going to burn any bridges with that pick. That's a very smart pick. No. That's a very yeah, smart he, pick. Yeah, he uh, Austin. He led the whole entire state with rushing, with just under sixteen hundred yards, and he also ran for seventeen or scored seventeen touchdowns this year. A couple three hundred plus yard games. He had just had a phenomenal, phenomenal season for the Bears. And judging by the picture we ran of him, it looks like he's got a vertical jump of fifty inches. He does. He does. Like getting up in the air, does he, Pat? It's a spectacular shot of Mr. Frickson. Yeah. He's got some ups. Great, great picture there by Joe Alquist, one of our talented yeah. photographers at the Post Bulletin. All right, good pick. I'm on the clock with the second pick. I'm also, I think I'm going to stick with running back as well. And I'm taking a century kid, Isaiah Huber. I mean, you watch him play. He's one of the best players in the area this year. He had 985 rushing yards. He was a great running back, but I thought as a receiver, he was just as good too. Down the seam, he was an impact player, 154 receiving yards. He had 15 touchdowns and five two-point conversions. 
Um, there were games where he'd score every single point for Century this year. They had one time where he scored all 28 points, four touchdowns and a couple of two-point conversions for them. So I, I'm taking Huber with my first pick. He's going to anchor my backfield. He's one of my one of my first picks, and I, I'm totally happy with that. I'll take him at two. I think that's a great value pick. He's probably the fastest kid out there, too, I, I think. Uh, Demonte Simmons is up there, but I think if there's a race, um, your guy's going to win it. Between yeah, anybody in this group, yeah, I covered I covered a lot of Century games this season, and Isaac was one of those Isaiah was one of those guys that if they needed a big play as a wide receiver, they could split him out wide, and he could run a pattern. You know, it was like number fourth and four players, so they split him out wide. He did a quick little pattern, got picked up the first down. They knew they could always depend on him to make a play. All right, Pat, you got the third pick. And the fourth pick, so you get back to back ones here. Where oh, are you going? That's a, that's a, that's a lot. Um, I am going to go with Eli King. How can't you? You guys heard of Eli King? I have once or twice, and so have a lot of other college recruiters. <laughs> now he may be the best all around athlete. Now that Suggs has graduated a year ago, the best all around athlete in the entire state. I'm going to guess he is that. So he'd probably be my quarterback. And then he'd be my guy to return, return punts and kicks. Electric, he'd also make a real nice safety. Um, and if you want to spread him out, let him go back to his old position, wide receiver, where he's being recruited by a bunch of Division One schools. He'd be a nice, uh, a nice addition over there. So he's just so versatile, so explosive, a winner. Um, feel very comfortable taking Eli King with my with my first pick, which is third overall. Then um, I like, uh, I'm going to take a defensive player and I saw Byron play once and good Lord, I was impressed with this kid. Uh, Colton Douglas, uh, defensive end, just chases people down from behind and a big, you know, 6 four, two ten. It's just the pursuit of the ball is is crazy, and um, oh, how many sacks did he have? Uh, Eleven sacks, forty-four tackles, eleven tackles for loss. That will be my second overall pick. I like how I got my my pick started here. Those are two very good guys, Eli King and then Colton Douglas. So you're playing Eli King at quarterback, right? I'm playing wherever I feel like it. <laughs> but yes, quarterback for the most part. But I'm going to spread uh, young Eli around. There you go. All right, guy, you're up. No, I think you're up. Oh, that's right. I bet my bad. I jumped. I jumped the gun there a little bit. All right. Um, I'm also going to take a guy who is a two-way, honestly, a three-way superstar. And maybe it's just because I watched a lot of his games this year. But there were. I was hard pressed to find a better player this year than Caden Holcomb from Rochester. Mayo. He was unbelievable this year. 34 catches, 533 yards, three touchdowns. He led the Spartans in tackles. He also had five interceptions, including a one-handed interception against Oatana in the section championship game. That was absolutely dirty. He went up with a wide receiver. The wide receiver went up with two hands. Holcomb went up with one hand, and Holcomb was the one who came down with the football. It was, it was absurd. So I'm going to I'm gonna draft him. He could play safety for me too, but I'm not going to put him at one of my defensive spots. I'm putting him at his best position. That's wide receiver. So I have Isaiah Huber at running back, and now I'm putting Caden Holcomb outside. i got a question about Holcomb. Any idea who's recruiting him? 
uh, either one of you guys. I mean, it seems like a lot of schools should be, but I'm not sure. He, he's not. He, he lacks some height. Might be the only thing holding him back. Anybody? He's only a, he's only a junior, so I'm not sure if he's been getting you know what kind of looks he's been getting yet. Uh, Isaac, maybe you have something more on him. Yeah, um, I haven't heard a, a bunch about his recruitment right now. I think when the thing is, is the pandemic has really hurt him because if he'd gone out to some camps this summer, those 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 camps as a sophomore in the summer would have been a huge thing before his junior year. So now I think the big thing is for him to get out to some camps now the rest of the way, get out some more of that junior film. And once those coaches see the film and maybe once they see him run in camp just to see if he really is as fast as they say he is, that will really trigger some offers. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to play next level football. He just, I don't know if he's gotten his name out there quite as much yet. Yeah, some of those guys are like that. Excuse me, Pat. No, like the, the Byron defensive guy that you picked in the first round there, or the second round, Colt Douglas, you know, he's a heck of a player, but he was not, I don't know if he's been getting heavily recruited yet. The offers are kind of starting to trickle in. I know, I think Division Two Northern State is kind of in on him right now, but I think, you know, guys like him are slipping through the cracks a little bit. When you know uh, they probably could be getting some big time, bigger time offers, but those are a little slow coming right now. Mm. Your turn, guy. I am up on the clock, I guess. Uh, after that little uh, lengthy rant there, but uh, I've got a really nice quarterback out there. Our first team quarterback, Drew Kittleson, Bloom Prairie. He had a heck of a year. The, the uh, Blossoms. They were state champs last year. He wasn't the quarterback then, but he led them back. Uh, he would have been to the state. Uh, tournament again this year they didn't get that opportunity to play but drew he's just a junior i think he threw for like 18 touchdowns and no interceptions on the year and closing in on there 16 1700 yards so i'm going to go with drew as my pick in the uh top of the third back bottom of the second round there uh quarterback drew kittleson very well you put up the numbers didn't he kittleson really did all right guy you get another pick again top of the third I round for you I'm right back, and uh, I'm going to think I'm going to, you know, complete my backfield here. We got a, another one of our first team all area guys, another male guy going off the board, Demonte Simmons, uh, oh, elite God. running back, and he, uh, you know, Isaac saw him play. He just, you know, he had really good speed. Pat touched on that. He averaged like 8.6 yards a carry, so he, you know, he made something happen every time he touched the ball. He's an absolute superstar. Absolute superstar. Now, granted, he got to play with a really good offense with a, a great, great quarterback, great passing attack. But every time he touched the ball, he was a threat to take it to the house. I don't know how many. I mean, I, I should look it up, but he had so many chunk plays, right? Those chunk plays are so huge. I'd be interested to see how many 20-plus yard runs he had this year. It, it probably closed in on 20. Like He was he was exceptional this year. Yeah, I think I think Huber is the fast. I, I cover track and field, so I'm pretty familiar with these guys. I think Huber is the fast. I know he's the fastest guy on this all area team, and I'm going to guess Demonte's second. He's another really good sprinter. Uh, those are your two fastest guys. Uh, and Holcomb's probably pretty fast too. I'm not. I'm not seeing him run, run a run a hundred or whatever. But um, both those dudes have serious speed. All right, you guys have both filled up your quarterbacks. You took Eli King, and then you also have taken Drew Kittleson. I'm holding off on quarterback. I'm going to go get another running back, and I'm going to Chatfield for a guy that I thought could have been on our first team this year. 
and I'm taking Sam Backer. He was outstanding as a sophomore, 782 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns in five games. He was the Three Rivers co-offensive player of the year this year. He was outstanding for the Gophers. And when he went up against a great Caledonia defense, he was one of the best players on the field. And I thought that said a lot as just a sophomore. And I'll happily take him and add him to my backfield along with Huber. Then I got Caden Holcomb outside. So Sam Backer is going to be my first pick in the third round. That was going to be my next pick. Now I guess I can't take him. We can't share him? No, we cannot share him. He's all mine. <laughs> all right, now how many picks do I have? One or two? You have two. I have two. And how many defensive guys? Uh, We're allowed we three. Allowed three. Well, I'm going to go with the defensive guy. Uh, one of the only guys in this group that's being <laughs> recruited at the Division One level is going to the University of North Dakota, Casey Schultz from Caledonia. Um, you know, I talked to Carl Frickty about him. He just shakes his head about how good Casey Schultz is. He said, you know, he's a guy that's just, you know, before he goes into the game, he's just stocking. He used the word stocking, stocking up and down the sidelines, just ready to go, you know, get his prey. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great player. So Casey Schultz, uh, let me look up a, a number or two on him if we have it. Um He's a big guy, 264, 230. Yeah, he's a big one. And played linebacker for them at 64, 230. 14 got the three games. 14 tackles, uh, three games. He's yeah, he's he's an absolute player. Um, and then with my second pick, um you screwed me up by taking backer. Um I'm gonna go with Cam Dickey from Cannon Falls. A little bit of a sneaky pick. He didn't put up huge numbers because um, Cannon Falls didn't pass uh, much at all. But uh, Dan Myers, their coach, said he may be the best tight end in the state. He's 6'5", about 230 or something like that. He also played um, corner, but I'll, I'll take him as a tight end. Um, so uh, Cam, I just said it. Thank um, you. <laughs> It's Sam Dickey, sorry. Uh, I'll go with him, Cam Dickey. Okay. I, man, there's some good players still left on the board here. Um, hmm. I am going with Marcus Banks from Cannon Falls. Uh, hmm. I'm going to put him at one of my flex spots. He was one of the best running back, one of the, honestly, the best player for that Cannon Falls team. Cam Dickey and Marcus Banks are probably one and two on that Best players that Cannon Falls team, they went undefeated. Uh, he averaged 7.8 yards per carry this year, big play threat. Now, they had a lot of mouths to feed, but whenever Banks got the ball, he was an absolute stud. He finished with 597 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns. He also had 39 tackles on defense at linebacker and uh, enforced three fumbles. He was the MVP of the Southeast Red District, and, um, yeah, he's a he's a beast. 6'2", 195 running back, so... I'll throw him at my flex. I don't have a problem with that. I'll, ta- I'll stockpile as much of these talented running backs as I'll get. Good one. So we are at me at the bottom of the fourth round now, I believe. That's correct. Yep, you got it. I've, yep. I've got a nice uh, – I've got a running back, a running back, and a quarterback. So two running backs and a quarterback. I've got the elite quarterback uh, in the area, I believe. And um, he had an awful good wide receiver to throw to this year, Mitchell Feeberg. Uh, 
of out of Blue and Prairie. So I'm going to go with Mitchell as my with my uh, wide receiver pick there. He averaged a whopping 21.1 uh, yards a catch this year, 581 yards and nine touchdowns in just five games. So almost you know uh, over 100 yards a game and almost two touchdowns a game in, uh, on that lethal passing attack for Blue and Prairie. So I'm going to go with Mitchell there as my wide receiver pick. Good pick. And you also have another one in the fifth round, leading off the fifth round. Boy, do you guys have uh, anything to say about this guy? Why, uh, why I search my picks here or no? <laughs> uh, I feel like, I feel like with this guy too is one thing that we have to talk about. He was a really good blocker as well. As long, I mean, he, we all talk about how good of a, a wide receiver he is, but I think sometimes wide receivers who block downfield are some of the most important players, just because they spring those big runs. You can get through the first or second wave of the defense, but sometimes those defensive backs can track you down. But not when Feinberger was out there; he was out there blowing people up as a great blocker too. So I, he was an all-around great football player, best player on the field. Yeah, he's got a big, big body. Winning teams as well. I mean, they win it all last year. They unbeaten and they were ranked number one at the end of the year weren't they louis prairie yes uh so he had a huge yeah, this year they were yes teams. It's, a, it's a solid pick mr limbeck yes <clears throat> okay coming back around to the start of the fifth round here i think i'm going to go with one more uh, running back we've got one running back left from our first and second teams of our all air team and that running back is dustin copley a junior out of grand meadow he rushed for 558 yards this year, 11 touchdowns, and also about 100 yards received. So he was like a, you know, he did a lot of good things for a really talented Grand Meadow team, which very likely could have won a section title if they hadn't had some COVID issues heading into their section one or title game against Lanesboro. So I'm going with Dustin Copley, running back there at the start of the fifth round. Uh, he was a heck of a returner, too. Really, really good electric player. Electric player. All right. Um, I got three running backs, so I have another spot for a wide receiver. I'm going down to Caledonia again. I'm getting the Three Rivers Co-Offensive Player of the Year and taking Austin Klug. He was outstanding this year, 13 catches for 247 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 82.3 receiving yards per game. He was Eli King's favorite target this year. And I'm an electric basketball player, really good pitcher, and a, a three-way three sports star that we saw again this year on the gridiron. And I'll take as many of those Caledonia kids as I can get, and Austin Klug will fit in just fine on my squad at wide receiver. Yeah, he's a good one. That was going to be my pick, and you stole him again. <laughs> uh, hey, we some offensive guys. It's not all defense here. I understand. <laughs> well, it's my turn, isn't it? Yep, and two you got two chances. I need offensive guys, so I won't do that. I'll take another defensive guy, and I'll take Brendan Kennedy from Southland. Um, man, he, he put together a year. He's 5'9 only, 195-pound junior. Um, the Southeast Conference Defensive Player of the Year, uh, 60 tackles in four and a half games. Must have got hurt uh, for that half game. Um, 10 tackles for loss, um, averaged 13 tackles a game. Uh, his coach, who happens to be his dad, said he's the most dedicated player he's ever been around in all his years of coaching, and he's been in coaching for 35 years. So I feel very uh, comfortable taking Brendan Kennedy right there. I'm imagining him as a middle linebacker. Um, and with my next pick, uh, I'm going to go a little sneaky on you. Uh, I saw him play in play twice, 
and this Leo Silha, <laughs> that guy's a player. It, it's kind of crazy. Let me look how tall Leo is. He's not very he's tall. He's only about 5'9", I think. Yeah, he, yeah. Anyway, he rushed for 641 yards, nine touchdowns, but he also played – I'll play him on offense, but he also played defensive end at about 5'9", 5'10". He does not look like a, a, a defensive end at all. But, man, he's got great speed. He's got great power. I was just thoroughly impressed with him and super competitive uh, both times I watched him. So Leo Silha uh, is, my, is my next pick. So I had stole a few guys from you. Now it's your turn to steal guys from me. That's that's kind of how I viewed that one. Because that, that was on your face with that big smile. Yeah, that was going to be my guy. Okay, well now you've thrown a little wrench into my plans, and I got to go a little bit more creative. Um, kind of looking at my squad right now. I have Sam Backer, Isaiah Huber, Marcus Banks, Austin Kluge, and Caden Holcomb. Um, I think I'm going to take another wide receiver. I'll go to our second team wide receiver, Nolan Steer from Stewartville. He only played three games this year, but he was re- he was electric. He was really, really electric. He finished with 20 catches and 211 yards and three touchdowns. Will Cheddar was um, really kind of gained confidence throughout the year, and, and Steer made his job a lot easier. Cheddar threw for 15 touchdowns, and Steer was one of his favorite targets. He, all, he did that all in just three games. He had to battle covid he had to sit out due to contact tracing, and he also got hurt. He was playing through injuries, and so and he was playing a great schedule too. Stewartville played one of the toughest schedules in the state this year. So I'll take Nolan Steer and round out some my playmakers. I feel good about that group a lot. I'm really good about my group uh, right now. He's a basketball player, isn't he, Steer? Yes, great player. And just a really good uh, all-around athlete on the on the thinner side, but he doesn't play he doesn't play skinny. He plays big, so that's a it's a quality pick. By Mr. Trotter. Guy Limbeck, you got two in a row. I am up on the board at the bottom of the sixth round. Pat, uh, you're like smearing all these defensive guys. Do you have any defensive guys left for the rest of us? I can't pick anymore. I picked my my allowed three, my allotted three. Yeah. Well, you can use what defensive guys as a flex. Oh. You know what? I'm going to go off, uh, you know, on, on the defensive side here. You, you mentioned the fact that the there's only basically like one defensive guy that is being recruited, but uh, as the D1 level, here's another Caledonia guy that's going, getting looks at the Division One level. Uh, Logan Bance, Bance is it? Yep. Uh, he's a defensive end from Caledonia, just a junior, 6'3", 220 pounds. He only had seven. He had 17 tackles and two sacks, but just uh, three games this year, and he is already getting looks from both Minnesota and Wisconsin. Wisconsin, so he's very likely to end up as a Division One player. So I think uh, that's a good defensive start for me. That's a that's a really good pick. Uh, he's going to be a Division One guy. Like I think that Schultz is obviously better right now. Bance might have a higher ceiling one day once he once he puts it all together. He's a freak. Caledonia coaches really love him. All right, guy, you got one more spot. Guys got one more. Guys got what? Well, not one more spot. He got one more pick. Gotcha. I got. I got one more pick coming up here. Let me get in this guy. That's, that was the end of the sixth round, was that? Yep. Yeah, so now I'm in the seventh round. Uh, let me uh, quickly go through the – you kind of stole my guy uh, receiving-wise of that Nolan Steer pick, so I was scrambling a little bit. But uh, um, here's a – 
kind of an underrated guy. I think he's a he's a nine man guy, but Caden Grendy he uh, had forty one catches this year and uh, four hundred nineteen yards on the season. He's a big guy. He's a really good basketball player. A lot of these guys we're mentioning are also really good basketball players as well. But I kind of like Caden Caden Grindy as a wide receiver, so I'm going to take him with that uh, first pick in the seventh round. Good call. Good call. All right, my turn in the seventh round. I am taking one of the best uh, players, defensive players in the area. I'm taking Jackson Kennedy from Castle Manorville. Everybody knows his older brother Patrick for being a stud wrestler. He was, and he's off to Iowa. But Jackson is really, really good defensively, and this year he had 91 tackles, two interceptions, and one fumble recovery, all in just six games. He's led Cass and Manorville in tackles and th- for three years in a row, all district selection, uh, good running back too, good blocker, rushed for 318 yards. I'll gladly put him at linebacker. If he's if he's my first defensive pick, I'll, I'm more than happy with that. So he's my first pick in the seventh round. So, Pat, up to you. You got two more or two picks in a row. Okay. Um, I've already got a quarterback, so I'm going to I'm gonna take uh, – Malachi Bunky, is that how you say his first name? Malachi Bunky. Huh? Malachi Bunky. Malachi. Sorry, Malachi. Um, but I'm taking him with my next pick. He He's a quarterback, but um, he can also uh, – you can also run around. He had – well, he did pass for 1,187 yards, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, but he had 31 carries for 299 yards and three touchdowns. I didn't see him personally, but that sounds like a heck of an athlete when you can do both of those things. Um, I may get to a point where, you know, Malachi is my quarterback, and then I spread Eli King out occasionally to, to play some receivers. So I that's a sneaky good pick. He had a, he had a fantastic year, Malachi Bunky. And then with my next pick, um, I'm going to take uh, Kyler Bade. Um, PEM, playing your eligible receiver, really good speed. I think he was their fastest kid. Pretty sure he's a track kid. Um, 10 catches, uh, 303 yards. That's a pretty nice uh, 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 per catch average, <laughs> 30 yards. Uh, two touchdowns. Um, so Kyler Bates, spread him out wide, let him, uh, let him beat people, and let you uh, or Bunky throw to him. Good, good. All right, you you skip. Where Bunky from? Rushford. Rushford Peterson. Oh, Rushford. That's right. Okay, you scared me a little bit. I thought you were going to take a different quarterback, so I'm going to jump on the board and take my quarterback so it doesn't get moved around. I'm taking Bennett Ellsworth from Mayo. Uh, he was great this year, the junior. Threw for 1,500 yards and 13 touchdowns, just two interceptions, and you know the type of. The type of competition, again, that Mayo goes up against was really good this year. They played a Byron team that was really improved. They played Owatonna twice. They played Mankato East and Mankato West, and Mankato West was awesome this year. So there weren't many gimme games on that Mayo schedule, and Ellsworth in his first year as as the quarterback for the Spartans was outstanding. I I thought that he – I thought that he was in the mix for being the best quarterback around, you know, and, and we gave Kittleson the nod for first team all area, which was very deserved, but Ellsworth was certainly in that conversation too. So I'll take him and I get to pair him up with his favorite target and, and Caden Holcomb. So I'm happy with that. Hmm. Yeah. But you get the, is it the eighth round here, which is yeah. excellent, right? Yeah. I'll take it. I was just yeah. scared because you could possibly take him and then move Bunky to like wide receiver or or, or Eli King to safety well, or something. <laughs> we'll move Malachi around, but we're not going to leave him in one spot. Okay, guy, your turn. 
I am up on, uh, yeah. We've got a lot of some good defensive guys left here, and I think I'm going to take another defensive pick. I'm going to go with uh, another Casson Manorville guy who's going to be a D2 player, Jacob, Jacob Arswald. He's a defensive end. Um, had a pretty good season this year, 31 tackles, five sacks, and he's a big guy, 6'5", 215, like I said, going D2. So he was our first team on our first team, all defensive team, all area. So I'm, that's my pick. Good pick. Good pick. Got that another was, one, too. That was uh, my defensive guy. And another defensive guy. Well, let me see. I think I'm going to go with a, a flex player here. This is a pretty good player. Uh, and uh, he'll help my basketball team, too. As a flex guy, I'm going to take Will Cheddar out of uh, Stewartville. He's a quarterback, but I'm going to use him as one of my flex players. So, Will Cheddar. Wait, I don't think that's how flex works. Flex was wide receiver or running backs or tight ends. Really? Yeah, because you can't have two. So, you can't have like two quarterbacks unless one of your quarterbacks can play a different position. You could move. You could call Will a wide receiver or a tight end. He, he would probably make a pretty good wide receiver or tight end, but I would uh, hate to cheat on the rules. So maybe I shouldn't do that then. Yeah, don't cheat. <laughs> How about this guy? He, he's also a quarterback, but he seems like he could be awful good of a flex player. Chase Johnson out of Leroy Ostrander. He was a quarterback, but he was an excellent runner. He's you know, He had a total of 1,899 yards, so just under 1,900 yards on the season. That's split between rushing and passing. He also scored a whopping 19 touchdowns. So I will take him if that's allowed as a flex. That, that's a lot more sense because he was like kind of a running back too. So that makes sense. He was kind of a running quarterback, yeah. yeah that makes sense because Will, Will is a straight-up passing quarterback only. You know what I mean? He is. He is. He'd make a pretty good tight end, I bet, though. I think he would, too. I think he probably could get some looks to play tight end at the next level if he really tried. You know what I mean? He plays basketball, too, doesn't he? I heard that. I heard that um, a certain basketball team in Michigan really likes him. Oh, really? All right. right. Um, I think I'm going to add another defensive player to my mix. Um, I think we all trust Gary Sloan's evaluation of talent, the Grand Meadow legend. And if he thinks Cameron Snead is one of his best players of all time, then I'm taking him. And Cam Snead, I'll take him and put him as my second defensive player. He had 44 tackles in just five games this year, four sacks, two fumble recoveries, an interception. He's going to be a two-time nine-man All-State selection. Uh, Gary Sloan thought that he was the best nine-man player in all of Minnesota. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable talent. And it's really sad that he didn't get to compete in the final game in that section uh, um, one nine-man title game. He didn't get to compete because of contact tracing, and Grand Meadow really missed him against Lanesboro. They end up losing that game, and I, I think it would have been a different game if Cam Snead was playing at defensive tackle. Now you got more picks? Nope, it's your turn. You got two more, and these are your final sure. picks of the day. Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> this is kind of hard now. Um... Do you know what you need? Uh, what does Pat need to fill out a receiver? Don't I? I think you need uh, a receiver, and I think you have one more flex option. So you could put receiver, running back, whoever you want. There, you need two more offensive players. Gotcha. I will take the younger Holcomb. Good call, Carter Holcomb. That's a good pick. Yeah, 
I don't have numbers on uh, on Carter Holcomb. Uh, I know he had like 355 yards re- receiving and had a good average and three TDs and averaged, uh, I think, a pretty fair uh, had a fairly high. Uh, catch average as well, but I remember seeing that 355 receiving yards. That's exactly what it was. Isaac, you watched him give me a little load. I've heard good things. You've looked at him a number of times. He's only a freshman, um, yeah. and he was, if you took the numbers off the back, you could have put Caden and Carter interchangeable. They're about, about the same type of player. Uh, Caden is more of a defensive player. Carter was a straight-up offensive player only. Great route runner, great ball winner. Again, he's not the tallest guy, but he rips down plays. He had two touchdowns against Owatonna in the section championship game. He was outstanding. Um, a, a great route runner. Um, he has a multiple – he has great hands. I never saw him put the ball on the turf. And just a just a high IQ football player. Like when Caden leaves, people might breathe a sigh of relief. Then Carter's going to even take an even bigger role. And both of them were really, really good this year. And Carter's going to only get better, only a freshman. Well, their mother must be pretty athletic because that's two people from the Holcomb family who are very nice athletes. That's right. Um, All right. And, uh, this is going to be your 10th round pick, your last pick. You need another offensive player. Who are you going with? I'm going to go with Braxton. Help me with the last name pronunciation. I always get it wrong. Monakaisen. Yeah. Uh, from Triton, had a heck of a year. Almost rushed for a thousand yards, uh, four touchdowns. Um, you know, just incredibly productive all year. I think you know Triton started off his season poorly, and then just seemed to gain uh, steam as the year went along. And he had a he had a lot to do with that. So I'll go with uh, with Braxton Monikaisen as my final pick, running back. All right, I can go a couple different ways here. I got one defensive spot open. There's some good defensive players left on the board. Like I'm looking at the linebacker out of Stewartville. Um, Riley Eckhoff was really good, 6'2", 225 junior. Um, I'm also looking at the defensive back from Winona, Trank Longowski. He just committed to play Division II uh, football this year too, 24 tackles, three interceptions. But I'm going to Plainview, Elgin Millville. I'm taking one of their defensive backs. He was also their quarterback, and he was great, Connor Schumacher. He ended up, as a defensive player this year, he ended up with seven pass breakups. He also had 37 tackles and one interception. And as a quarterback, he threw for over 1,000 yards and nine touchdowns, just one interception. He also rushed for seven touchdowns and 229 yards. So although he might not have the accolades as a defensive player, I love the way that he played. Hard-nosed defensive player, tough. I love his attitude. Good basketball player, too. I'm adding him to my team, Connor Schumacher. Yeah, he's a great, a real competitive kid too. I had great inter- a couple of great interviews with him. He's an impressive, uh, impressive young dude for sure. Guy, last pick. Who are you at taking? Yeah, we've uh, you just touched on this name, uh, Isaac. He maybe didn't get the team recognition this year because the team wasn't very good. Played out of Winona, but it was that defensive back you mentioned, Trent uh, Mankowski, going to play D two. Defensive back, he did have 24 tackles and three picks this year for a not a very good squad overall. So he's going to be my final pick of the draft. All right. So I'm going to recap my team, and then you each can recap your team a little bit. So I, at quarterback for me, I have Bennett Ellsworth from Mayo. My two running backs are Sam Backer and Isaiah Huber from uh, Chatfield and Century, respectively. My two wide receivers are Caden Holcomb from Mayo and Austin Klug from Caledonia. At the flex spots, I got Marcus Banks from Cannonball Falls 
and Nolan Steer from Stewartville. Then my three defensive players, Connor Schumacher from Plainville, Jamilville, Cam Sneed from Grand Meadow, possibly the best nine-man player in all of, all of the state. And then Jackson Kennedy from Casson Manorville led the Comets or the Comets in uh, in tackles yet again this year. Uh, one of the best defensive players around. So that's my squad of ten. My all area fantasy football draft. Pat, who's I got? Go I can go next. Uh, quarterback Eli King, Caledonia boy. Uh, I've got running backs Leo Silha, uh, PEM. I've got Braxton Moneykeeson from Triton. And I've got uh, defensively, well, I'm sorry, I give you my wide receivers. Uh, Carter Holcomb from Mayo, Kyler Bay from PEM. And I have got well, Cam Dickey, who I've got is a tight end, but we'll have him as a receiver. And then defensively, uh, Colton Douglas. Uh, Players, players like a bear chasing people down uh, from Byron. Casey Schultz, uh, Caledonia, uh, played uh, linebacker Caledonia. And Brendan Kennedy, uh, fantastic junior linebacker at Southland. I think I listed them all. You also had Malachi Bunky, too, right? You're right. Yes, I did. Cool. Yes. All right. Good yep. choice. All right, guys. Right. Who are your 10? For me, I boy, I'm not sure if I have them all in any order, but I, let's see. Running backs running on the list: I have Austin Fiertsen of Byron, Monte Simmons of Mayo. Um, Chase Johnson out of Leroy. Seems like I put one other running back as well. Uh, oh, Dustin Copley out of Grand Meadow. Quarterback I'm with Drew Kittleson out of. Blue and Prairie, wide receivers, another Blue and Prairie guy there, Mitchell Feeberger. And then who was my other wide receiver? Oh, can't find him. Caden uh, Grindy. Oh, Caden, Caden Grindy, yep. Out of, yep, out of uh, Spring Grove. And then some defensive guys, defensive back, Trent Lakowski out of Winona. And uh, Jacob Arsval out of Cass and Manorville, and one of the Caledonia guy. Uh, who was my other Caledonia guy? Logan Vance. Who? Logan Vance. Oh, it's Logan Vance. That's right. Hell, he's going to be a defensive, defensive uh, D1 player at some point. Better learn that name. You'll be rooting for him for the Gophers if he decides to go to Minnesota. <laughs> I'm sure he'll go to Wisconsin. Or, you know, with Caledonia guys, they have a tendency to get recruited and go to Iowa as well. That makes That's sense. That makes sense. Well, guys, that was super fun. A fun way to digest the all-area team. I got to be selfish. I think I think I got the best team. But I think Guy might have – a guy I think can play to the Byron squad, could play to his uh, current town that he lives in right now and get the Austin Frierkson vote. But then, Pat, you also have the PEM squad. Like you can get like – you have multiple players from PEM that you could get the PEM vote. I have Eli King also. You Don't also forget. have the Caledonia vote. Yes, I do. No, I think I have the best team. I think it's really I, I could have had the I could have had the Stuartville vote too, but you uh, jobbed me out of uh, taking Will Chatters. Well, he's only a quarterback, and you already got Drew Kittleson. True. You, yeah, you, you got a quarterback. You got the the top quarterback according to us is Drew Kittleson. So you did fine there. Good well, stuff. if you want to go by that, according to us, I've got the top quarterback and two of the top three uh, running backs as well. 
You did. You did get two of the top three running backs. Um, and, and one of the top two wide receivers. So who who has the top two defensive players? Uh, I think that's me, isn't it? Who cares about Probably. defense, though? <laughs> and uh, Colton Douglas on the same club. And Brandon Kennedy is really good, too. Kennedy, I'm sorry. But in the long run, I've got a, def- a def- division division one uh, defensive player on my team. Right. Who's that? And a D2 guy as well. So I don't know. Name him. Bance. Yeah. And Mikowski. Yep. Okay. And you got the Arsvald kid who went D2. And ours was D2, so I got D1 and two D2 guys. Yeah, you did good. You did good. See, I didn't prioritize defense as much, but I like (laughs) I didn't prioritize defense as much, but I think I have the best collection of offensive weapons. Because with Backer and Huber and Banks and and Steer and Klug and Holcomb, those are all second team guys. I got six second team guys of offensive guys. You have that's a good point. You have all second team guys. I have all first team guys. No, 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 first or second team guys. First or second team guys. Because I got Holcomb, who's first team, and then I got uh, Backer, who's or, or uh, Huber, who's first team too. So I got about four or five first team defense offensive <laughs> guys. So. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. All right. So I'll, what we'll do is I'll we'll, we'll put this out there, and we'll see we'll see who gets the most votes on our website. Thanks so much for listening to the Post Bulletin Sports Podcast. Uh, we'll keep cranking these out this week. We have one coming up on the Gophers. We'll have one coming up on the Vikings and their playoff push. And we're just going to keep having fun with these. So thanks, Pat. Thanks, Guy, for hopping on. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us.